Good morning. <clears throat> welcome to our chapel and special welcome to our guests. <clears throat> guests, pastors who are here for training to become better leaders for their community. In my tradition, in the Jewish faith, I would bless you with the word. I would bless you with the word chazak, which means go from strength to strength. Um, and for our local community, August 9th is an open slot for preaching or reading. So if you are so inclined, we still have room for you. Just write your name over there. invited to this text of St. Teresa of Avila, may you find in it a place of rest and contemplation. Christ has no body now but yours, no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes through which he looks compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands through which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands, yours are the feet, yours are the eyes, and you are his body. Christ has no body now on earth but yours. Heavenly Father, we come into your presence from so many different places. We come with songs of joy and shouts of gratitude. We come with dragging feet and hands carrying heavy burdens. As you welcome us into your house, lift our burdens and receive our praise. Bind us together that we may be at peace with one another and be strengthened to use our hands and feet in service to the world. Amen. Together we sing, Shall We Gather at the River?
Today we read from two sacred texts. First, from Psalm 24. The Lord, excuse me, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false god. The second reading is from the book of Exodus, chapter 30. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a bronze basin with its bronze stand for washing. Place it between the tent of the meeting and the altar and put water in it. Aaron and his sons are to wash their hands and feet with water from it. Whenever they enter the tent of meeting, they shall wash with water so they will not die. Also, when they approach the altar to minister by presenting a food offering to the Lord, they shall wash their hands and feet so that they will not die. This is to be a lasting ordinance for Aaron and his descendants for the generations to come. Here ends the readings. Thanks be to God. There are many ways to connect with God. Some connect with the mind through meditation and contemplation. Others through the spirit, prayers, hymns, and practice of gratitude. Yet others through their hands and feet. This summer session, we are encouraged to think of our hands and feet as instruments of God's work in the world. And as such, our hands and feet follow God's path in social action to serve the needs of the disadvantaged. Running, biking, or walking in fundraisers for humanitarian causes, marching, for social change, packing care packages, cooking and serving food, tending to the sick, and using the technology at the palms of our hands for important advocacy work. <laughs> Go, Desta. Our, hands and our busy hands and feet are naturally beautiful with or without polish. The girls will understand. And even, or maybe thanks to, getting muddy at times. Hands and feet hold special regard in all three Abrahamic faiths through rituals of washing, as you have probably understood from the text. In Judaism, the halakha Jewish rabbinic law states that one should wash her hands first thing in the morning, saying a blessing before washing the hands as a reminder that we have an obligation to perform God's work in the world. And thus, our hands and intentions should be pure and centered in God's realm with everything we do during the day. Orthodox Jews have elaborated the practice 
of hands washing to a whole ritual. Washing a hand, the hands, each hand three times, like that. And we have a special teacher to do that. And you can practice that later. The blessing is netilat yadain, elevating of the hands. We are also required to wash our hands before meals, since food is holy too. Having a meal with a blessing over the food is a form of ritual worship, a reminder to our consciousness that God is present even in our most basic, casual moments. And as we encounter God, washing and purification is involved. In Christianity, people's path often begins with water. Baptismal, baptism ritual, which means to start anew. Yet, water continues to be part of the spiritual life of Christians through feet washing. Since Jesus' time and on, washing other people's feet is a symbol of humility, hospitality, and service to the other. Each year, just before Easter, millions of Christians around the world take part in foot washing ritual, emphasizing one of the most fundamental teachings of Jesus, equality, humility, and service. Last year, Pope Francis II washed the feet of 12 young refugees to shed light on the humanitarian crisis of the Syrian refugees and called to serve the weakest members of our society. Muslim people also required to wash their hands and feet five times a day before prayer. As a ritual preparation to encounter with the divine. They wash their feet up to the ankles, arms up to the elbows, their face, hair, and neck. This purification of the body aims to take a break from the busyness of life. Stop for a moment, gather one's thoughts, or clear one's mind, reflect, and elevate oneself to a higher level of consciousness before prayer. This ceremonial and religious practice is called Wadu, and we are blessed by the courageous and open-minded leadership of the, this university to have a Wadu station installed in the chapel in the coming weeks. Thank you. Inshallah. Now think for a moment how unique 
and exciting is that? That under one roof, we have a baptismal font, Badoo station, and hand washing station in the bathrooms. Three different practices of three different religions, all connected to hands and feet. I don't know of any synagogue with a Wadu station, nor do I know any mosque with a baptismal font. Do you know any other chapel as blessed as this one? No, huh? So let's examine what does it mean, as Luther would say. Open question. So what does it mean? Can you find common traits between the three practices? Purification. Sacredness of water. Reflection before prayer. External manifestation of internal, interior reality. Thank you. Wow. Refreshment for body and mind and soul. A new start. Preparing, preparing before God. All is true and all is so beautiful and unique. How, what we have here is unique, an outstanding opportunity. Think about that. How grand it is that we get to learn from each other to share and model respect and acceptance of each faith. Like Andalusia in the 14th century of Spain or the future Jerusalem. Isaiah vision, for my house shall be called the house of prayer for all people, Isaiah 56 and 7, evolves into reality here in Thousand Oaks, in Samuelton Chapel. Water, hands and feet connect us to God. And God sends us back into the world to love and serve one another. Thus, through our hands and feet, we connect to each other regardless of faith practices. And although here in California, we have draft mentality of scarcity of water, may we realize that at least in the spiritual realm, there is enough water for everyone. Amen.
Together we offer up our prayers unto Almighty God, adding our own petitions either silently or aloud. God of abundance, we pray for the work of our hands. God of abundance, we pray for the direction of our feet. God of abundance, stir us to be vessels of justice, of mercy, of hope, and of grace. Abundant God, bless us and the witness of our actions. Amen. We stand. Now in God's name be blessed, blessed to love and blessed to serve, blessed to pray and blessed to praise, blessed to give thanks and blessed to be light. Amen. We sing, Wash, O God, Your Sons and Daughters, which is found in the insert in your bulletin. <laughs> 